Which is the first case. All right. Good morning. I will call the special meeting of the city council to order. We're taking too many special meetings, so we will do the ones with general business first. We will have a Pledge of Allegiance led by who wants to do it? Steve Deitch. Why not? Please join me in the salute to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Clerk will take roll call, please. Councilmember Hanson? Present. Councilmember Mullaney? Here. Councilmember Peabody? Here. Mayor Pro Tem Mertens? Present. Mayor Roach? Here. Approval of the final agenda with no objection. We'll approve it unanimously. Do you have an objection, Mr. Hanson? No, I don't have a question, Madam Mayor. Okay. You're asking only for the special meeting of this morning to deal with the one item. Is that correct? Correct. As I understand it, we are opening the special meetings individually. So it's just the one with the first one's general business on public release of the memorandum. Then I have no objection. All right. Then it will be approved unanimously. Public comments. We don't have public comments this morning because it's a special meeting and it can only be on items on the agenda. I see I have a speaker's form. This is golf. Okay. Mayor, can I clarify that? Sure. Under the Brown Act, when you have a special meeting, the public is invited to speak. But unlike a general or a regular meeting, the public can speak only to the items set forth on the agenda. There is one item, so you should invite the public to speak to the one item. All right. And that is a discussion direction relating to public release of memorandum from city attorney to city council regarding resident guest golf rights. And we should do that now instead of when I call that item? I would suggest doing it now. There's only one item anyway. Okay. So we have one person at this point who wants to speak on that. Robert Beeney. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. My name is Robert Beeney. I live in Indian Wells, and I have an interest in the single matter that's coming up this morning. I have had exchanges of e-mails with Mr. McKinney, as I have a view that the mass mailing e-mail that was sent out some weeks ago advising that the resident guest rate would be increased was not approved by the council and that it should be. And this has moved on from there. I asked the council to put it on as an agenda item this afternoon, but you declined to do so. And I was invited to speak this afternoon or to hope to get called to speak on the matter, and on the advice of Mr. McKinney have circulated my thoughts on it 
to you, and so you're hopefully familiar with them. Um, it is inconceivable to me that, well, let me back up a bit. The um, council, or one member of the council, told me, and I think it probably means all of you agree, that they would not, they would want to be prepared on this matter this afternoon, that I've hoped to bring up in public comment, uh, that it was in part a legal matter and that they would seek an opinion of the city attorney on the points that I had raised and Mr. McKinney had raised in our correspondence. Um, that's all fair enough to me, but I find it inconceivable that a document of public interest and an opinion of a city attorney on it can be anything but a public document um, to, for the council to have one opinion based on a, a secret piece of paper, I think, I'm no lawyer, but I think that would be ridiculous. So that's all I have to say now. All right, very Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Does anyone else wish to speak at this time? All right, we'll move on to item four, general business, 4A, discussion and direction relating to the public release of the memorandum from the city attorney to city council regarding resident get guest golf fees. Um, I think we go to Mr. Deitch at this point. Uh, thank you, Mayor and Council. I think it's as simple as this. Um, I have prepared a memorandum. In fact, the Speaker just alluded to uh, the city seeking from the city attorney uh, advice regarding uh, how the setting of a resident guest golf rate would be accomplished under various agreements. Uh, I've looked at that. I've prepared a memorandum to the Honorable Mayor and Council members and delivered it. Uh, of course, as with any advice between an attorney and a client, and it's no different, it's a city attorney and a public client like the city, represented by the city council, there is an attorney-client privilege that attaches to any such advice, whether it's oral or written. This is written advice. It's in the form of a memo. Uh, the attorney can't uh, release a document himself or herself, the privilege of attorney-client resides with the client, not the attorney. Only the client can waive the privilege, and that's the question before you today. Uh, do you wish uh, for any reason to waive the privilege with respect to the po possible public release of my memorandum addressed to the council members? All right, and, and as I understand it, um, this is something that we had to bring forward in a uh, public meeting for the five of us to be able to discuss versus it being um, us individually um, instead of collectively giving the, giving the uh, right. So it, unfortunately, it's a process that we're going through, but that's where we are now. Correct. So, all right, I'll open it up to council. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'll... I'll, I'll take the, uh, in, in fact, what, what I would like to do, uh, well, with the, with the previous statement, is to say that I am in favor of releasing the document. I understand why uh, you did what you had to do, and I understand uh, what you said relative to the confidentiality of that agreement and that it is an attorney-client privilege document. Uh, however, that is a standard that we will be setting in the city 
for all future opinions uh, of the city attorney. And that has not been consistently applied in the past. And uh, so we'll need to, to do that in the future. And uh, I uh, suggest that, uh, that both you and the city manager work on that effort in the future, since if you have said clearly that every document that comes from you is an attorney-client privilege document, as I understand what you just said. So therefore, every document must have city council approval prior to its release. That has not always been the case. I also uh, may not, and I say may not, uh, agree with your opinion on this issue, uh, but I do think that your opinion as it is written needs to be uh, presented to the public. And as I understand it, uh, this will be immediately published on the city website if the release of the information is approved by city council. And I therefore offer a motion to release this document to the public. I'll, sec I'll second. All right, does anyone want to speak on this? I, I simply would say that in my mind, when the council is the client and is the subject of the privilege, the process that we're going through now is exactly the way it has to be done. I am hoping that this does not set a precedent wherein the future everybody expects that any memorandum from the city attorney to the council will be released because I don't think that's appropriate either. Well, so. excuse me, but it has to be because the city attorney just said that every memorandum that comes from him is a attorney-client privilege and only the client can release it, and no single individual uh, is his client. It is the total five members of city council. And what I just said, Mr. Hansen, was that I hope that this does not become a standard of expectation within the community that this council, as the client, would vote to release every document that we oh, receive. They may, in some cases, uh, vote not to release That's, it. Or, or we may not, it may not even be an issue. That's but, but it does have to come before city, full city council. If it's going to be released. Mr. Deitch, you want to? Uh, Mayor and Council, just to uh, further explain, it's not every communication the city attorney has with the client. I do believe it's every memorandum that's given to the city council, okay. which is subject to this process. Uh, on the other hand, for example, if the city manager uh, asks for some kind of advice or opinion, and based on uh, the delegation of day-to-day -day authority granted to the city manager to run the city, because obviously the council can't be there every day and make every judgment and decision, I do believe that there is some leeway for the city manager from time to time on other than memos addressed to the council to waive the attorney-client privilege where he determines it's reasonable and appropriate to do so. So I, I, I do think uh, Councilmember Hansen's statement needs that clarification just to make sure uh, we understand the parameters of the attorney-client privilege and the ability of the city manager under certain circumstances to waive it. But again, memos like this addressed to the Honorable Mayor and Council members uh, I think require that a majority of the Council by decision uh, authorize the waiver of the attorney-client privilege, case by case. Madam Mayor, if I may, well, you also said that 
either oral or written. So even your oral, oral uh, opinions on issues uh, are attorney-client privileged. Yeah. That's correct. Just want to make it clear. Mr. Mullaney. <clears throat> well, I, I think this is going to absolutely erode the relationship between our city attorney and the city council. There are certain matters that have to come to us for us to make real solid decisions. Uh, those types of inputs that we get from our attorney uh, is, is extremely valuable, but I feel that it's going to erode the quality of his uh, participating in giving information to us. The other thing is, I'm asking myself the question, this city has gone on for years, uh, and this has never become an issue. And I, I wonder why it's an issue now, because I, I sense a degree of antagonism towards the city attorney uh, that, quite frankly, I think what we're about to uh, vote on uh, is uh, uh, somewhat retaliatory, uh, and uh, it's not a wise move. That's my opinion. Mr. Peabody. If I may respond uh, to, to Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Mullaney, I didn't bring this issue before the council. It's I didn't my, say you did. I, well, I'm, I wanted to make it clear to everyone. I didn't bring the matter to the, and, and I agree with your statement that you know, we've been doing quite well in the past without bringing, this is the first time in the five years that I've been here that, uh, that we've gone through this process. Uh, it's, it's different, it's unique. I, 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 it's not clear to me why we're even doing it, but, but we're here. Uh, and I, I just want to make sure that we're clear on the process, not only today, but how we operate going forward. Because we, we cannot have inconsistency because inconsistency will bring us tremendous criticism from the residents, which I would have to agree with. So we have to be consistent in the administration, uh, not only uh, this issue, but all issues that we deal with in the city, in my opinion. That's the reason I, I said what I did. That was my comment, that this is an exception to any rule that might be in place, and that's simply why I would be in favor of releasing this particular document, but not to set a precedent for the release of all future documents. I call for the question, please. May I speak? I mean, if we have, there are others up here who would like to be part you of this. You can speak so. anytime you want to, well, Mayor. Thank you. You well, it's, it's kind of hard. <laughs> At any rate, um, I think uh, I, I am very much in favor of releasing this to the public because for me, and I've been around a long time. This is the first uh, time we've really had a, um, a definitive decision going back to the, all of the agreements of the golf resort and how we got where we are. And, and I was very impressed with, with some of the things you pulled out of the lease that I've always pulled out that I think are, are very impactful that are still standing. Uh, I'm, so I'm very in favor of this. Uh, I think, and the public needs to know, the issue of, um, of resident golf rates is always an issue, and resident golf rates itself 
are listed in all the agreements, but how the resident special golf rate got there is still a mystery to everybody because it was never enacted. It was never. It's not true. Oh, I think it is. At any rate, we have your information. It kind of came about, whatever that word is. At any rate, thank you. I do believe this is an analysis that our residents need to see, so I'm very in favor of it. Mayor, if we could just clarify, did you mean to say the resident guest golf rate? Guest rate. Did I not say the resident? You said the resident rate came up. Well, I said the resident rate is a very touchy issue, but the resident guest golf rate was never identified as part of that. And it came about, I know it really was Percy Bird who first tried to finagle for his special guests, and somehow it started happening. But it didn't go through the same process as the discount rate for the residents. At any rate, I think you did a beautiful job, and I do think it should be released. So at this point, yes. I would be satisfied if the motion maker would consider modifying the motion to include what the mayor pro tem has said. What the mayor pro tem has said? What did he say? Not set a precedent, basically. This is an exception to the rule. You don't remember what he said? No, I wasn't clear on what he said. No, I would not. You can offer up your own motion. We've got a motion and a second on the floor. My motion is that, and furthermore, as I said before, based on what the mayor just said, and I'd like clarification from her, I am not, by offering up the motion to release this information, agreeing with the city attorney's opinion. Okay? In fact, I don't agree with his opinion. Okay? And I've made that clear to him in conversation, not only with him, but with the city manager on the issue. And so setting that aside, I do think his opinion, as written today, needs to be released to the public, which is why I offered the motion that I did. Well, the reason this even came up is Bob Beeney had written some analysis and asked me if it could be released before the afternoon session. I went to Wade and asked Wade if it was possible to get the document released so they would have time to study the document before they had any comments this afternoon. That's really why we're here. And Steve wrote the opinion, and I respect the opinion. But the reason for doing this this morning really was so that Mr. Beeney and anybody else that was interested could have an opportunity to study it before this afternoon session. And maybe if we talk long enough, they won't have time to read it if we do release it. Mr. Mullaney. Well, I still go back to my request, and it's not a hostile request, but it's basically asking you to include in your motion, and it certainly will bring me on board with a yes vote, what was mentioned by Mr. Mertens. And that is? What was mentioned by Mr. Mertens is that this is a one-time incident and should not set precedent. I think I paraphrased you properly. I think this calls for a clarification from the parliamentarian. That's me. Okay. Thank you. 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 Thank
okay. under the city council policy manual. Uh, under Rosenberg's rules and Robert's rules, for that matter, uh, what Councilmember Mullaney is asking for is whether the maker of the motion will amend the motion. The maker does not wish to do so. I want to point out to all council members that you may make a substitute motion if you wish, and that takes precedence voting-wise over the pending motion. You vote on that first. If it fails, then you vote on the pending motion. So that could be done if you wish. Okay. I have no problem with that. No, no problem with... With, with adding what Ted said. With, with adding what Ted said? Mm -hmm. it, here, here's my problem, okay, with that, if I may. Uh, what, what I'm afraid, I, I, I don't totally disagree with what you said, Mr. Mertens, and, and I understand where you're coming from, but what, I, but what, what I'm afraid of, we, we're headed down a slippery slope here, if you will. And, and what we're saying to our residents is that in some cases the city council will take a vote on uh, uh, documents or opinions issued by the city attorney and some we won't. And, and when you get into that selectiveness of the situation, then uh, you, you, you raise the potential of politicizing an issue rather than uh, creating a uniformity in, in how you disperse information from City Hall. And that's the only reason that, that, I, that I have a problem with this, okay? Um, because because you, 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 don't, you don't know where you can go with it, okay, or how it will be applied. Um, the, 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 but if, if it is in, in, the, in the seconder of the motion is, is willing, so I would then uh, add to my motion that this uh, uh, is not a uh, precedent-setting uh, opinion. I think what you mean is a waiver of the privilege, a precedent-setting waiver, waiver of the privilege. Okay. I'll agree to that. Second. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Now we can call for the question. Um, City Clerk, do you want to uh, read what, the, what we're voting on? I'd like to get clear. I know we're, we get kind of fuzzy here and there. The motion was to release the privileged document, and the addition was that this is not a uh, this is not setting a precedent for waiving of privilege. That stated correctly. All right. All in favor. Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. This will be put on the website ASAP. I'm hoping within... As soon as I get out of here. As soon as you get out of here. <laughs> what can I say? All right. There's nothing else on this special, this special meeting, so I'll adjourn this special meeting um, to uh, the next special meeting. <laughs> All right, I'll call the next special meeting to order. We will dispense with um, the pledge and the roll call, and we are going, moving into the housing authority, so I, so I do need the two housing authority members to come forward at, to the dais. I guess then we're going to have to take roll.
Good morning. Then um, you immediately go into closed session. This is not an open session item. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will need roll call, please. I will do a combination roll, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, Commissioner Mitchell. Commissioner Fletcher. I am present. Commissioner Hansen and successor agency, Hansen. Present. Commissioner and Council Member uh, Mullaney. Present. Commissioner and Council Member Peabody. Here. Uh, Vice Chair and Pro Tem Mertens. Present. Chair and Mayor Roach. Here. Thank you. All right. Uh, without objection, uh, we'll approve the final agenda. Seeing no objections, approved unanimously. Public comments, like the last, are uh, only for this uh, special agenda. I have no blue cards. And at this point, we will uh, move into closed session. Yes. All right. Thank you very much.